dawn breaks over one of the most inhospitable places on Earth, known as the Hood. Here, there lives a species that once again renews its daily struggle for survival, the black man. While the environment here may seem serene at first, each day brings new dangers. Food sources are scarce or downright deadly. Predators abound all up on your ship. Even the trains don't stop here, at least not if they can help it. And while the polar bear has 80,000 goddamn documentaries whining about its extinction, the black man has none. Until now. thought like shit would get better for black people because Obama was president. Remember, that's how they really thought that. Even black people foolishly bought into the notion that, oh yeah, we got a black president. <laughs> no. <laughs> I think people are determined to make us pay for that. Oh, you wanted a black president? <laughs> get a job, fucker. We'll see how that works out. You know there are more black men in prison now than were ever slaves, man? The unemployment rate for black people is like 20%. This cannot be good. That's all. <laughs> So one time I was playing golf, man, and I hit a ball that went into this really reedy, wet, marshy area. And this marshal drove up uh, and he said, that area is the California salamander, and that's protected, environmentally protected. So if you go in there and you hurt his area or you hurt the, the lizard itself, uh, it's $50,000 fine and a year in jail automatically. And I went, whoa. <laughs> so what I was thinking is, man, if, if black dudes was a lizard, After I saw that salamander, I started thinking, what if the black man really could get on the endangered species list? Is it possible? Hell, where would you even start? I'm Noah Greenwald, Endangered Species Director, Center for Biological Diversity. I work to get species protected under the Endangered Species Act. Oh, yes. See, that's what the fuck I'm talking about. The Endangered Species Act has been tremendously effective. It's, you know, most species that get the protection of the endangered species have not gone extinct. Once an animal is on the endangered species list, what kind of protections would they be afforded? If you kill an endangered species, you can be fined as much as 50,000 and get one year in jail. Let's say, okay, hypothetically, a, a spotted owl did a drive-by of another spotted owl but the stray bullet hit the leg of a grandmother spotted owl, and then her nephew came out wearing a red bandana, and he also got popped. What would the penalty for that be? It would still be that same fine. What if the spotted owl was just carrying some Skittles and wearing a hoodie? I, th I think that would still count as a take. And after Noah described the criteria to get on the list, I realized the black man was a perfect fit. Hell, maybe this ain't such a crazy idea. I mean, we have tried everything to help our species. Peaceful demonstrations, unpeaceful demonstrations, sit-ins, marches, hunger strikes, riots, a fake black president, and a real black president. And all of it ain't done shit. 
Brothers and sisters, we are about to join the rich history of the black-footed ferret, the American bald eagle, and the Dama gazelle. Smart little motherfucker, getting yourself listed. Mm. Noah, we about to save this species like a motherfucker. Okay. Digging your excitement, Noah. I see it. Now, my boy Noah, he had inspired me. But how do we actually get on the list? I headed down to D.C. to find out how to get this shit done. And to get anything done in Washington, there's one group you gotta start with. Lobbyists. Damn. I I'll tell you why I'm here. This is a little insane, but it's the real thing. I'm trying to get the black man put on the endangered species list. Though it sounds a little crazy, it's definitely not the craziest thing we've worked on. We've worked on everything from protecting chimpanzees and babies from falling downstairs to on the whole range. There's a lobby to protect babies from falling downstairs? Oh, you better believe it. Strong Absolutely. Lobby. Strong lobby. So I'm in the right place. They explained that it wouldn't be easy. I'd need to travel the country and collect signatures, gather evidence to prove my species is threatened and our habitat's at risk. Then present my case to government officials. But was this all worth it? What the Endangered Species Act does is it prohibits any person from harassing a protected species. So you can't harass an endangered species? Exactly. And so if we were able to uh, get the black man listed on the Endangered Species Act, any person that wanted to harass a black man would need to obtain a permit in advance. Goddamn, who permits? All oh, this shit is on. Time to hit the road. First stop, New York City. The first thing you need to get on the endangered list is the support of the people. So I headed to Union Square, Manhattan, smack in the middle of the Bermuda Triangle of White Kill. Whole Foods, Organic Green Market, and whatever the fuck this is, this should be easy. Hi, sir, can I talk to you for a minute about getting the black man put on the endangered species list? Hello, can I talk to you for a minute about getting the black man on it? Hey, can I talk to you a minute about... We need to get the black man put on the... What type of shit is this? Hey, man, can you sign my, my petition about getting... Come on, now. I'm surrounded by six million NPR tote bag carrying liberals and not one fucking signature? Now, see, I thought white people would support any damn thing. Excuse me, excuse me. Can I get you to sign a petition to protect wheatgrass? Wheatgrass? Yes, wheatgrass. 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 Sure. I'll sign it right here? Yeah. Now, now, what about if I want you to sign a petition to save the black man? How about that? No. You don't want to do that, but you'll save wheatgrass, but yeah, not the black like man? Grass. Is that it? That's how it goes? Uh-huh. I get it. Let me think back to every petition I'd ever signed. What did they all have in common? White chicks. All right, ladies. Now, we have something very important we need to accomplish today. We're going to try to save the black man. And only you white chicks can do it. Release the crackers! Hey, we're collecting signatures to try to get um, black people on the endangered species list. I'm sorry, what? It's to put the black man on the endangered species list. The black man? You never heard of the black man? No. No? Really? No. Oh, it's majestic. Do you want to save yourself, but not in like a Jesus way? Are you fucking kidding me? Rough start. Time to push some big old white buttons. Hi, do you hate black people? Do, do I what? Do you like black people? Oh, yeah. Yeah? But I'm like... You have a lot of black friends? Yeah, too. You do? How many? I don't think I can count them. Do you have any black friends? 
live in Montreal. Yeah, there are no black people in Canada. You know what we gotta do? We gotta put this in terms that white people understand. Hi, do you guys like Halle Berry? You like Bobby McFerrin? Darius Rucker from Hootie and the Blowfish? Al Roker? No. Do you like hip-hop? You like basketball? Sometimes. You do? Like well, I think black people play soccer, too. Will you sign this? All we need is your John Hancock, who totally owns slaves. Those who had bravely signed could proudly declare they had made a difference. Do you want a sticker? I'm bro life, or I saved a blood today. No, I think I'll pass. Really? Yeah. You don't like them? You're more into Asians? They need to be less than 10,000 to be in danger. Well, it's not really about like their quantity, it's about their like quality. Their habitat's being encroached upon. By who? Well, Jeremy Lin, you know what I mean? Yeah, I know, I hear you. Of course, in the street signature game, it's all about turf. Hey guys, what are you uh, what are you guys doing here? Oh, it's actually for a play. Okay, I'm gonna cut you off because I see black, and yeah. we're also doing something for black people, so there's really only room for one black cause in here. So why don't you guys get the fuck out of here? Just get the fuck out. All right, just walk. Faster. And after two long hours, they had collected seven signatures. No, wait, eight. All right, white chicks, no need to panic. We need a different strategy. Fuck it, just tell me you're trying to save the black rhino. We're trying to put the black rhinoceros on the endangered species list? Oh, of course, yeah. Yeah, sure, I'll sign. Oh, sure. Really, you'll sign it? Oh, wonderful. Thank you so much, you are good white people. Mission white guilt accomplished. Next stop, we're gonna look at the root causes of our extinction. The breakdown of the black family unit. Angelina Jolie recently admitted she needed to gain some weight. You know you need to gain weight when one of the third world children you adopted go, no, mommy, you eat. <laughs> it's hard, man. And I never understood why people go to foreign countries to adopt children. There are children here that need love and families, man. That's what I don't get, man. Like. The rules here are very strict. You know, to adopt a white child, they can take five years. They can't keep them in stock. Like, you can't get... <laughs> Do you have any white babies? No, they ain't coming around. <laughs> we'll email you when we get a fresh shipment, but right now... <laughs> True story, I said, how long adopt the black child? She went, how long you gonna be right here? We just... <laughs> Buy one, get one free. That's the fuck we doing today. Now, to get on the endangered list, I'd have to prove that our species is actually dying out. Noah had told me that one way this happens is when the male disappears and can't take care of its young. The California red-legged frog, the Florida panther, the little Wayne. They were all headed towards extinction. And with more and more black kids on the streets with no family, there's little hope. But I'd heard about Pastor Jesse Lee Peterson. He fights to keep black families together broadcasting his message from his church to his radio show to the national airwaves. It's parents that we need. We need fathers and mothers to get married and guide their children in the right way to go by example. As one of the strongest voices in the community, he knew just what the problem was. When I see young people joining gangs, running the streets, it hurts because I know that they don't have fathers in the home to guide them. Fathers leaving started that kind of backward slide. Yes, and when the father's gone, there is no spiritual protection for the family. Mm -hmm. Parents who are adopting these kids from these foster homes, they have to have patience. We definitely should encourage more adults 
to make a sacrifice for these children. Right. But thankfully, there are a few adoptive fathers in the black community who have made that sacrifice. Like my old friend Michael Haygood, who I hadn't seen since high school. Michael, it's good to see you. I haven't seen you in 30 years. You have adopted how many kids? Four. Now, that's really great, but who is that? This is actually the love of my life. This is my husband, Xavier. Husband? Husband. Husband? Well, that explains the fountain in the front yard. Don't get me wrong, it's a fucking nice fountain, but we're in South Central. And how long have you been together? We've been together 15 years. Mm -hmm. 15 years. 15 years. And where did you meet? Uh, we, met, we met actually at church. And I've, I've always maintained church is the gayest place on the face of the earth. Yeah, yeah. Well. Would you say, I mean, like, really? In spite of the fountain, Michael and Xavier were doing an amazing job raising kids who've been cast out and forgotten. And I knew at least one person who'd be thrilled to hear. Well, Jesse, I visited my friend. He's uh, successful and he has four adopted kids and they, they seem happy. I, I say to a guy who adopted four kids like that, right on. That's what he's supposed to be doing. I was talking to him and his husband, and... He has a husband? Yes. What do you mean? He's gay. Oh. And he reminds me a lot of you in that some of the same things that you're saying... This idea that two men or two women living together and confused about who they are is absolutely bad for children. It's dangerous. What, what because is... it kills the soul of the children. Uh -huh. uh, homosexuals cannot love children. Whoa, whoa, whoa. They're allowed to judge our style, decorate our homes, and command alien armies, but raising children is beyond their capacity? Now, Jesse, when I talk to those kids, they seem pretty happy with their fathers. They're gonna grow up uh, 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 struggling with their identity. They're gonna grow up unstable. I, I constantly hear this argument about how uh, 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 gay is wrong and it's against God. So it's gluttony and greed, and I never heard somebody in church try to ban second helpings. That's never happened. They have accepted evil over good. Ah, so there was evil in their house. So I went back to Michael's, this time to find the evil that was clearly infecting those kids. And there it was, staring me right in the eye. I don't know how I missed it. Every inch of that house, everywhere I looked, it was evil. Evil and super evil. I went back, Jesse, and you were right. It was gay, very gay. But you know what, uh, Jesse, in all fairness, you said that a father figure was paramount. And so, motherfucker, he's got two father figures. That's, that's two for the price of one, eh? Well, two men living together like that are not father figures. How do we straighten and out I don't like it when I see black kids with homosexuals anyway. They yeah. have enough problem as it is. So it'd be better for them to be in the foster care system? Um, they probably have a better chance. A better chance of what? Getting rescued by Mr. Drummond? So just what should we look for in adoptive parents? It doesn't matter if they're black or white. As I said, as long as they're decent parents. Uh, are you decent people? Yes. A, a family that is guided by what is right. Are you guided by what's right? Yes. And understand that spiritual order. Do you have a spiritual order? Yes. Is yes gay code for no? No. They checked out, but the black community just can't seem to get over the gay thing. Under no circumstances would you see it possible 
for a gay couple to ever have kids. Taking them out of one bad situation, putting them in another one is not good. Maybe we can come to a compromise. What if instead of foster care, two very attractive gay women adopt a child? No. What about a, a woman who's just mentally abusive? Should she, the kids should stay with her or go to gay parents? Work with the mother. Wolves. Would you rather have a male and a female wolf raise kids as opposed to a gay couple? That's insane. Oh, that's insane. Damn, wasn't there any way it was cool for gay parents to adopt black kids? There's a meteor that hits the Earth, and all of the straight people are gone. If that should happen, all the straight people be gone, you wouldn't have to make a decision. The decision would be made, be made for itself. You know what? I'll take it. All right, foster kids, help is on the way. And now that that's all, there's only one thing left to do. Can I get you to sign this petition to save the black man from people like like you, kind of? From me, you say? No, people, not you exactly, oh. you, but people kind of like you would probably be good. So you don't want them to get help? No, Jesse, I absolutely want them to get help. I just don't want an asteroid to hit the Earth for that to happen. Well, I guess we all have our own ways to save our species. But mine won't leave a crater. Love guns and violence, man. And that's the thing. We do shit to each other, man. We're the only, race, uh, only group of people that's close to extinction that helped ourselves be extinct. Like, look, we'll fuck around being a museum next to T-Rex. <laughs> what is that? Oh, it's a black guy. <laughs> the last one. <laughs> now basketball is boring as fuck. And white women are very lonely. You ever notice that? <laughs> the saddest reason a black man is on the brink, 93% of all black males are murdered by other blacks. That makes us the only species in history complicit in our own demise. The passenger pigeon, well, he didn't have shit to do with making himself extinct. Unfortunately, young black males on the streets of South Central, they know this story all too well. I feel every day, every day I walk outside, somebody out to try to get me. Been hurt. Been hurt, been yeah. shot, beat up, jumped, robbed, you know. How many times have you been shot? I've been shot four different times on three different occasions. You got shot four different times up there? All by black men. All by black people. What do you think of black on black crime? It's terrible. You do? I, I don't think it's I don't think it's right. There's just one little wrinkle to this story. The victims are also the perpetrators. Meet Keon and John. Bloods. Have you ever been violent to another black man? Well, yes, I have been violent to another black man. I have. You heard a lot of black news? Yeah. Y'all pretty, <laughs> black news is pretty dangerous. Oh, yeah, we notorious. You are a statistic. You are like the Asian kid in math class fucking up the bell curve. If, if you left, crime might go down. Most likely. If I was going to get my species to protect itself, I need these young cats to see that there's a reason why the great white shark is in danger, and no one can. What do you think that of society being afraid of a cat that looks like you? I don't have, I don't, must, must I, mean, have, I, don't, I don't have no problem with them being afraid of me. And, and what you don't seem to understand is that when cats are afraid of you, they see all young brothers like that. I say that, I mean, that's, the, that's life, that's the way it is. Then you think 
that reputation is somewhat deserved? No, because I, I feel like it ain't. It's, it's not deserved. I, I feel like it was it was set up to be that way. Like you know. How? How was it set up to be that way, Ken? Um. Lock us right here in this community. Give us no jobs. I mean, just a person who's afraid of you ain't gonna hire you. A person who's afraid of you ain't gonna give you a loan. Right. A person who, who, who's afraid of you won't deal with you. That's judging the book by its cover. But you do it all the time. Where if you walk along, this is your neighborhood. Some cats you with see a cat walking down the street all blue. You gonna judge him or not judge him? I'm gonna judge him. Okay. <laughs> all right. This cycle of black-on-black -black violence usually leads to one of two ends, death or prison, and that benefits nobody. Well, maybe it benefits somebody. This mass incarceration phenomenon is a disaster for this country, but it's great for the private right. prison industry. That's right. There are actually publicly traded companies on the New York Stock Exchange whose sole business is locking people up, mostly brown people. Companies like Corrections Corporation of America, or CCA. And attorney David Shapiro has been tracking them for years. So this is not science fiction. This is actually real. 130,000 prisoners in these facilities, uh, for-profit corporations, some of them publicly traded. It's very real. With locations popping up all across America, think of them like Pinkberry of human misery. The private prison industry uh, spends millions of dollars uh, on lobbying, and more prisoners means more money. So these private prison industries would want tougher sentences? It certainly stands to benefit from them. In fact, um, earlier this year, Corrections Corporation of America sent a letter to officials in almost every state and said, we want to buy your prisons off of you. Uh, the only condition is those prisons you sell to us you have to keep them 90% full. 90%? Hell, the Red Roof Inn doesn't get 90% capacity. Vegas doesn't get 90% capacity. And they got fucking Celine Dion. OK, I'm going to give you a list of things. And you tell me if you suppose it's good or bad for the prison industry business. Poverty. Good. Gang violence. Good. Drug use. Good. Broken families. Good in the sense that one who comes from a broken family may be more likely to commit a crime. I started to wonder, what would CCA think of Keon and John as prisoners? I, th I think, if not the ideal candidate, certainly a very strong candidate, someone who's, who's young, doesn't have a lot of costs, and is likely to be in prison for a long time. Little do these young cats know, they are sitting on a gold mine themselves. You, you do understand that they build prisons for cats like you. Yes. And how does that make you feel? Upset. Fucked up. Well, I got something that might make you feel better. Here is a stock in the company. Wow. So you own stock in the prison that you might be going to if you don't get it together. Is this, is this the first company you ever own stock in? Yes. Yep, this will be the first time. So now you own stock. No, I'm on stop. So all the cats that you see walking around doing what you're doing, they on stop. No, they, you on stocking them. Ain't it a bitch? One man's endangered species is another man's sound investment. The Supreme Court decided that, uh, that they struck down most of Arizona's immigration law. They kept the part that said that a police officer can ask you for uh, proof of American citizenship, which is crazy, because who the fuck walks around with proof of citizenship? Somebody walked in, you proved to me you're an American citizen. What the fuck you gonna do, show them three maxed out credit cards and... <laughs>
a foreclosure notice. <laughs> now, I'm not gonna say Arizona was racist, but they were the last state in the union to ratify the Martin Luther King holiday. That's silly. I don't give a fuck if you believe in him or not. That's a day off. Fuck you. <laughs> For a Friday, all black people to celebrate Clan Day. I ain't bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. We'll call in, though. I can't make the rally. Uh, all my sheets is dirty, but I, I'm a sleep late and barbecue. That's the fuck I'm a baby. So far, I've learned how to get us on the endangered species list. Who's been putting us there and who's not fucking helping? But. What about the other species that would be affected by this loss? The ones who've been most inspired by our existence. I'm Jeff Scoop. I'm the national director of the National Socialist Movement, a white civil rights organization based here in the United States. Yes? What happens to the white power movement if we disappear? Now you're fighting for white rights. Correct. What Al Sharpton and Jesse Jackson do for black people is what we do for white people. So you annoy white people? Our concern is whites and whites alone. Sure, back in the day, these guys could march through D.C. and nobody blinked. But nowadays, they can't even sponsor a local highway without pissing people off. Despite a few setbacks, though, Jeff is leading his members towards one totally realistic goal. Ideally, uh, what we'd like to do is get the black people back to Africa so they could have their own homeland, you know, because each race should be able to thrive in their own homelands and in the, with their own people and be able to see what, what they can do, like a racially homogenous society, like similar to what you have in, in Utah. Uh, well, I would say the, yes. Hell, you can't even get black people to go to a movie about Africa. You know my father still ain't seen Amistad? What's the second option? We would split the country up into the various different racial groups, into sectors. So the all white in your area, all black in mine, all Jewish in another. Ideally. And how would it happen? Well, we're a, we're a peaceful organization. You know, we believe in white civil rights, so we don't believe in the violent overthrow of the government. Right. Basically, um, if you look at the former Yugoslavia, the country split up into Croatia, Serbia, Bosnia, Herzegovina. Violently, though. Well, there, yes. Right. Maybe it's not the best example, but um, however... Uh... Well, give me an example of somewhere where people were separated and it didn't become violent. Usually it does become violent. So Jeff may not have figured out the how, but he damn sure knows the who. Who's the first one you want out? We want to get rid of the... We... I have to be careful with the choice of words here. I don't... <laughs> no, <laughs> you... Get fine. rid of, get right. rid of. Um, we would like to see the Jews removed from our, our nation. Really, before us? Oh, absolutely. Are you serious? We can't even have the number one spot? For me, I believe it's the Jews. Damn, can't have shit. You just didn't understand the ramifications of removing the black man from the ecosystem. See, when you remove a single animal from their food chain, it affects every other creature in that cycle. And if the black man is removed from the white power chain, it will create a domino effect that would devastate their movement. What would a world without black people look like to you? Well, it would look all white. So you, you would be okay with all white football? Oh, that'd be great. <laughs> okay, I'm sure. It would be great. All white basketball would be spectacular? Sure. But you don't hate black people. But it's not about, it's not about hate, is what, is what I'm saying. It's not about... What is it? Okay, I like you, but get the fuck out? Is that... Hate's a strong word. Um... So is get the fuck out. It's, it's, it's not hate when a wolf takes down a deer in the wild. Just, just to be clear, black people are the deer in the scenario. 
No, I'm not saying that. So we're the wolf? No, I'm not saying that either. I'm saying that it was an example. Nah, I live in Detroit. I'm around black people every single day. I'm telling you, maybe it's not black people you dislike. It's Detroit. Didn't this motherfucker get the entire racial ecosystem as hanging in the balance? Now, that's got to be something you'll miss about us. You, you, like the, you like some things about Detroit. Oh, sure, sure. And you Detroit. like some things about black people, right? Black people invented peanut butter. You know what? Sold. See, we just need to get to know each other a little better. And if we saw eye to eye on a few more things, these white power guys might understand how important it was to save the black man after all. Surely we can find some common ground, right? I mean, certainly we can agree on some basics. That was some bullshit. It was horrible. Maybe I was too quick to judge a Nazi book by its Nazi cover. So you want the black man around? Yeah, it's not about exter extermination. You want to preserve him? Oh, sure. I mean, but in... And I'd like for you to help me. Can you sign a petition to save the black man? I'm not going to sign the petition. Can you survive on a steady diet of just not liking Jews and Mexicans alone? You run a good argument. I'll give I'll you that. I'll get you to sign this. But what I'm not going to sign it. No, I'm not going to sign it. OK, let's run by some scenarios. Did, did people come to you in droves after Barack Obama became president? You know, I get asked that a lot. How I many calls did you get going? This nigga's in the White House. There was, there was some. So he was good for business? Well, it's, yeah, it's definitely not bad for business. So you need us? No, I don't believe so. Okay, how about I give you all the peanut butter you want for the rest of your life? You sign my petition, sir. I'm not gonna sign your petition. Will you at least wish me luck? Best of luck to you in saving the black man, Dio. All right, so I didn't get a signature, but I did get the Nazi seal of approval. It's amazing. They really did. They thought once we got a black president, stuff would be, get better, man. And people, there are people. Now, I think some people have ideological differences with him, Republican, conservative. I don't think that everybody that dislikes him or dislikes his agenda is a racist. But I do think racism is involved in some of that shit, man. Like, every time they want to fuck with him, they bring up the founding. The founding fathers would be angry if they found out what America had become. The founding fathers would have some kind of reaction. They realize we got a black president. They're like, who is the mulatto? I don't know. I think that's one of Thomas Jefferson's boys. <laughs> you know that TJ always did love the colors. Just like the endangered salamander, it turns out the habitat of my species is also under threat. Dr. Robert Buller, dean of the Jordan Leland School of Public Affairs, described this newest danger. Environmental racism is a form of discrimination which is similar to housing discrimination, employment discrimination, voting, et cetera. Environmental racism? No, this is real. Oh, great. So now the woods hate black people? Like there's an owl going around, nigga, nigga. No. Environmental racism is public policymakers that are using discrimination to place things that other people don't want in communities of color. Granted, our relationship with trees has never been good. Billy clubs, baseball bats, burning crosses. But Dr. Bullard, he says that African-American neighborhoods are specifically being targeted as toxic waste sites. And it ain't just because we're poor. We've analyzed this over and ins and out. And the most important factor is race. So you're making the point that blacks' habitats, where they live, are being threatened. Oh, yes. Where we live, where we work, where we play, where we go to school, it's under siege, under assault by environmental pollution.
Dr. Bullard told me of an example case in Dixon, Tennessee, a county that's 95% white, 5% black. And guess where they put all the landfills? And this one black family owns uh, 150 acres of, of farmland. And this county-owned landfill came in and sat down right on top of them. And it leaked TCE, a very dangerous chemical, into their wells. And they drank this water for 12 years and, and basically got poisoned. Thinking I can't. That, that is so, so... Uh, I'm going to have to get the white perspective on that. White deal, what do you think? Hey, we white people around here are fine, upstanding people. I'm not purposely going to poison anybody. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Says that's ridiculous. Who is this person? This is White Deal. Whenever I can't figure out what the fuck white people are thinking, he helps me out. Thanks, White Deal. Hey, it's my pleasure. I had to see this for myself, so I headed out to Dixon, and amazingly, the doc was absolutely right. A black family did have a farm. So this is your family farm? This is my family farm. All right, that checks out. Sheila Holt told me her family's story. Her father got cancer, and then Sheila herself. She went down to talk to county officials to find out what they'd been dumping at the landfill next door. Turns out, the county had mailed out warnings about TCE, although not all the letters were the same. They handed me two sets of letters. Uh, they didn't know what they were handing me, but one set of letters went to the white families, and the other ones were the black families. Two different letters based on race? Come on, seriously? These are the white letters, these are the black letters. Your white neighbors received a letter that said, the division recommends that you discontinue use of your well water. And the letter that my father received said, use of your well water should not result in any adverse health effects. White deal. Let's not rush to any judgment. We should just wait until all of the facts come in. These are the fucking facts. I have a lot of black friends. Not in Dixon County. But as Dr. Bullard pointed out, while local officials refused to retest the Holtz well, it wasn't like they were doing nothing. They tested uh, duck ponds. They tested ponds before they tested duck ponds. They tested. The dog pound, the Dixon County Humane Society, where 300 dogs are euthanized every, every month. That dog pound is located across the street from the Hope family's farm. They, they were more concerned about dogs waiting to get killed than they were this black family. Okay, now I know you making some shit up. But guess what? Dog pound? Dog pound. And? Duck pond. Duck pond. And I found it downright inspiring to see how many duck pond inhabitants the county was fighting to save. Everything from leeches to fleas to pond scum to the American black duck. Black duck? So they care more about black ducks than black people? But justice would finally be served when the whole family stood up to the town declaring that today we live in a post-racial world where black people can no longer be mistreated simply because of the color of their skin. They sued the state and won. End of story. Almost. White families were paid almost immediately over the years, and we still haven't received our settlement. You, how long has it been? 10 years. And all the while, Sheila's sick father waited and waited. 
I thought that if I fought long and hard enough that they would settle. And every member of my family would have gotten every penny that we could have ever, ever gotten to go to finding him the best medical doctors on this planet. But they just kept throwing it out. And, you know, he passed before. Before settlement was made. Now try and tell me we don't belong on that list. I want you to sign this. It's a petition to get the black man put on the endangered species list. Oh, definitely. I'll sign it. Washington, D.C., here we come. Washington, D.C., I'd return to where I'd started. With the lobbyist advice, I had gathered my evidence, and I would soon make the case for my species to the EPA's National Environmental Justice Association Committee, an organization whose sole purpose is to help groups whose very existence is threatened by outside forces. Groups like my people, everything I'd learned on my journey had built to this very moment. I'd be given five minutes to speak, one speech, thumbs up or thumbs down. As I walked through the hollow streets of our nation's capital, I drew inspiration from the institutions that had stood here for centuries, from the Jefferson Memorial to the White House to Pointy Hat Guy. I was ready. I gathered the last few pieces of data to make my case, and I headed to the EPA. I rehearsed, fine-tuned, and waited and waited, speaker after speaker, the burden of my entire people was on my narrow, but definitely well-defined shoulders. Leo Hewley, Central Productions, New York City. It was go time. No, bro time. Um, cue the music. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, my name is D.L. Hughley, and uh, I've spent the last several months both analyzing and collecting evidence about this particular species. Now, I have been all over this country from California to Tennessee to New York. I've walked the gang-infested streets of South Central and also shared a black and white cookie with a neo-Nazi, and I can't tell you what a nightmare that was. You all spend all your time worrying about how to protect communities of color from environmental despair. Well, I have got the simplest of solutions for you. I want you to put the black man on the endangered species list. We are at crises, but you can do something about it. We have saved the African rhino, but what about the African-American DeAndre? You wouldn't believe the support we've gathered in this effort. I've gotten thousands of signatures to support my cause, and I have a question for this panel. Show of hands. Who even knows what a chumpeter swan is? So we could kick that off the list and put us on. The time is right and the time is now. In closing, I say that you can make history. Like Martin Luther King said to Abraham Lincoln, I have a dream that a house divided against itself cannot stand. Members of the EPA, you can help us. I'm D.L. Hughley. I'm Bro-Life. Won't you be Bro-Life too? Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Hughley. They were overwhelmed. I did it. It was a stirring moment in oratory history. My people seemed like a shoe-in. Everyone wanted a piece of Hughley. Hell, I was ready to get another species on the list. 
Bring on the Mexicans. I was unsuccessful getting the black man on the list. <laughs> but I have another plan. Okay, so we didn't make the endangered species list, but I wasn't gonna give up trying to save my people. If there's one thing I've learned in all my travels and all my years on TV, if you want to elicit real change, you hit up celebrities. Hello, I'm Dennis Haysbert, and I want to talk to you about a worthy cause. Black people. They're everywhere. But they may not be around much longer. Did you know every seven minutes uh, in this me, country, Dennis, a Dennis, black man is... Dennis, excuse me, that was, that, that was great, but if we are actually going to have a chance of saving the black man, we have to go with a little more... Something more alabaster. You know, this is great. You have a. Well, I can, I can do it lighter. Well, you can't be lighter, though, and that's the problem with oh, this. Oh, we... Hi, I'm Clay Aiken. Black people, they're everywhere, but they may not be around for much longer. For millions of black men, help cannot come fast enough. They're under siege from a hostile environment, rampant crime. And all three Kardashian sisters. But you can make a difference. Call now, and you'll receive this welcome kit with a photo, a monthly newsletter, and season one of Sister, Sister. Remember, extinction. Extinction. Extinction isn't an option. I'm Howie Mandel. I'm bro-life. I'm bro-life. I'm bro-life. Won't you be bro-life, too? I stopped going to school in the 10th grade. It wasn't working out for me, and it wasn't working out for them. I'm like, ooh, this gonna... I used to have to cheat to get a D. Teacher would catch me, walk to the board and show me how you got that answer. I would walk up and draw a picture of me looking at somebody else's paper. Like, here goes... <laughs>